Good morning. Happy Palm Passion Sunday. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. There are a few announcements to make. Our adult Sunday school will meet online this evening at 6 p.m. We will have a Good Friday service online at 7 p.m. on Friday. And we will be meeting virtually until further notice. Now, let us worship God. Awake to the day of triumph for our Savior. Give thanks for this day that leads to the cross. Come with your branches, hosannas, and songs. Fill the air with welcome to the Lord. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Let us sing our gathering song, All Glory, Laud, and Honor. Let us face this day of palms and Jesus' passion with honesty, confessing our sin before God. Holy God, sure of your faithfulness even in your dying, comforted by your compassion toward your people in every age, we beg your mercy for our imperfect gratitude. We have looked to you for paltry favors when you have given everything. We have withheld from your people, our neighbors, and from your creation, our earth, the care and tending they deserve. We have rejected the cornerstone you sent to build a people of righteousness even here today. 
Forgive our failings. Heal what we have broken. Nurture what we have neglected. And lead us to your vision, so that we may know the peace of wholeness in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Your God has come to you, humble, in the form of a slave, to free you from the weight of sin and death. Jesus' obedient suffering has released you. Your sins are forgiven. In the name of the one who is exalted beyond what we can comprehend, Christ our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading is from Psalm 118, verses 1 through 2. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. O let Israel say, his loving kindness is everlasting. Psalm 118, verses 19 through 24. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I shall enter through them. I shall give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous will enter through it. I shall give thanks to you, for you have answered me, and you have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, do save, we beseech you. O Lord, we beseech you, do send prosperity. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I give thanks to you. You are my God, I extol you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Let us sing, What Wondrous Love Is This?
to our New Testament lesson this morning. Jesus has been teaching the disciples and the crowds in his final lessons while they were in Galilee. This sermon text finds them now on the way to Jerusalem. We begin with Matthew chapter 20, verses 29 through 34. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. There were two blind men sitting by the roadside. When they heard that Jesus was passing by, they shouted, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd sternly ordered them to be quiet, but they shouted even more loudly, Have mercy on us, Lord, son of David. Jesus stood still and called them, saying, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Lord, let our eyes be opened. Moved with compassion, Jesus touched their eyes. Immediately they regained their sight and followed him. Continuing in Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this. The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As Matthew 20 comes to an end, we hear of the crowds gathered in Jericho meeting Jesus as he goes on his way to Jerusalem. The expectations of the crowd about this man from Nazareth is building all over Judea. And you can feel the growing closeness of those gathered here. However, the crowd in Jericho is obviously on Jesus' side as long as he meets their needs. It is shown by what happens as the two blind men call out to Jesus for mercy. The crowd tells them to be quiet. They want to celebrate Jesus, their Messiah, their leader, their prophet. They don't want Jesus the compassionate, which is exactly what they then witness as Jesus hears and heals these two blind men. Silly crowd in Jericho. They only want Jesus as long as he fits their definitions, their needs, their schedule, their ratings, their election possibilities. Oops, uh, getting ahead of myself. 
Then Jesus arrives in Jerusalem. The crowd in Jerusalem, how did they receive Jesus? Especially when they saw him coming in on a donkey. Coming in on a donkey is a mixed message coming from Jesus. I'm sure the confusion reigned as to how he would be accepted. Riding on a donkey was important. You, you normally loaded a donkey with your supplies, a heavy load, a burden. Or in the case of a, a pregnant Mary, someone who needs help in transportation. For a man to ride on a donkey, wasteful, prideful. A man riding on a donkey had enough beasts of burden to carry his stuff and himself must be wealthy or think a lot about himself or maybe really important. Do you know someone who uses um, donkeys to carry the burden for them? But Matthew 21 verse 5 refers to Zechariah 9 chapter, verse 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you triumphant, Victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of donkey. How did the people of Jerusalem receive Jesus? As the triumphant king, the victorious general. With shouts of, Hosanna to the son of David, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Who is this, this Jesus? Is he a king? A prophet, healer, preacher, friend, rabbi, rabble-rouser? He was all that and more for our sake, taking on all those roles, ready to meet us where we are comfortable, where we are. Jesus is approachable and ready. It also seems that Jesus makes some demands. It would be better to say Jesus makes some offerings. Jesus comes to us with, with some consequences. He asks, calls, claims our lives to his actions, his feedings, his healings, his loving, his path. We are called to get our donkeys in gear, on the road, not for our acclaim, but for the work and joy of the Lord. But some in Jerusalem didn't understand that message. They were as clueless in the end as the people in Jericho. They couldn't take that joy into their hearts. They turned that he's number one into crucify him. But that was the problem. They thought he was doing this for himself, using them as a crowd to get attention, to get power, to rule. But Jesus wasn't there for himself. He came for us. He came to Jerusalem not just for the party, but for what was to follow. He entered Jerusalem so that he might enter our lives. You see, Jesus didn't enter just so he could have that fun at a party or win an election. Jesus didn't enter just so we could shout praises. That's really not what Hosanna in the highest is all about. Hosanna. The word Hosanna in Hebrew means save, rescue. We are looking to Jesus as a Savior. Come quickly and save us, rescue us. That can be said as a praise 
or it can be said with tears. It can be said with hope and full of earnestness or as a last gasp. We need to acknowledge this Jesus who is knocking at the door of our hearts. Let me in, Jesus is saying. Let me loosen your life. Let me be your joy and salvation. Hosanna, Lord Jesus. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We welcome you to this communion shared in, this, in these wonderful times and fearful times. We hope you join us in also sharing in the elements that you choose to best represent Christ to you this day. The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. In John chapter 6, verses 35 and 37, Jesus says, Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and anyone who comes to me I will never drive away. Also in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20, Jesus says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. This is an invitation to the Lord's table. According to Luke, when our risen Lord was at table with his disciples, he took bread and broke it and gave it to them, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. Let us pray. Let us share together in the communion of our Christ. The Lord Jesus, on the night of his arrest, took bread and he blessed it. And after giving thanks to God, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples saying, Take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way after supper, Jesus took the cup. Thank mm -hmm. you.
And he offered this to his disciples, saying, This cup is the new covenant sealed in my blood, shed for you and for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the saving death of the risen Lord until he comes. May we join together in sharing. The body of Christ given for you. Amen. The cup of our Lord shed for you. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for the blessings of this time together at table. Continue to bless us as we are filled with your spirit and your purpose and your peace. Amen. We are told that after the supper, Jesus and his disciples left the table singing. Let us join in our final hymn.
us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we end this service, going from the celebration of palms shared for the living Christ to that of the grave, let us remember that we all have been baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, who gives us the grace of repentance so that we might pass through the grave with him. We are the ones who are born again because Jesus is the one who is crucified, died, and buried, and rose again for us. Go in that knowledge. Amen and amen.